What's doing? This is Don Doing Stuff, and you're listening to a very special episode of the Cheat Coders Podcast, where I interview our very own Nats Blazer about his most recent release, This Rounds on Me. We talk about the inspiration for the release and go down memory lane as Nats tells stories about each of the tracks. Without further ado, here's the interview of Nats Blazin's This Rounds on Me. Okay, like since we're pretty much on air, I'm just going to put it on now. I'm just going to put it on, yo. So to anyone watching, this is obviously going to be the first, hopefully of many, Facebook Live. Um, we've never done this before. As you know, as you may know, first I'm time. part of a podcast Exclusive. with Don here from the Cheat Coders. And what a better time to yeah. trial it um, to discuss my mixtape, which I just dropped pretty much midnight last mm-hmm. night. And I've been doing a bit of promo Don here's taken the time to, he's had a full on day, it's 10 or 11 o'clock in Sydney, he's running on coffee and he's being a good mate doing this for me. So first and foremost, <laughs> thanks so much, dude. I really appreciate you doing this. Good, man. Cheers, man. I'm going to put you up so I can hear you a bit better. Um, we're kind of winging it, half winging it. To isolate the um, sound. Say what? You're going to wear headphones to isolate the sound? Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. All right, wait, edit point, I'll edit point. Fucking go. Wait, is that You talked about, um, there you go, yeah. You talked about um, being on oh, a that's podcast. so much better. Why did I do <laughs> You that? forgot. What, a, what an idiot, anyway. You know? What an amateur. Okay, okay. That that works really well. These are Bluetooth. The sound of my voice is going into the microphone, into the laptop, and I'm talking to your mic. You sound much clearer now as well. Yeah. Thank you, friend. You sound much clearer now too. Ah. All good, all good. All right, I'm going to take a seat back from podcast mode to guest mode now, I guess. Um, yeah. But I want to kind of keep it casual. Obviously, I haven't done music in so long that... I haven't really done interviews or radio in such a long time. And I feel like that format, it's kind of old school. We sort of talk on a weekly basis. We can keep the, 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 the conversation casual. Pretty much like cheat coders, but it's around this. This is what we're going to be talking about. So take it away, my friend. Yeah, if you want me to take it away, yeah, cool. Yeah, cheers. So basically what we're doing right now is this is Facebook Live. This is the first time we're doing ever a Facebook Live. Um, Cheat Coders presents the Nats Blazin mixtape, the long-awaited mixtape. I don't know Nats about awaited, but yeah, long. <laughs> uh, it's been it's been long-awaited, mate. Um, it's called This Rounds On Me, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. That is right. And, and this has been released to SoundCloud... Uh, on Bandcamp, Bandcamp, and where else has it been released to? Uh, I tried to put it on YouTube, but I immediately got a copyright ban, so I deleted it. Yeah, yeah, because obviously mixtape, unoriginal. <laughs> yeah, so Bandcamp and what was the other one? Bandcamp and SoundCloud is the way to go. SoundCloud, so yeah, yeah. Check it yeah. out; it's all on my socials. You right could now. just as a quick sidebar. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. You could put it on on YouTube. Yeah. Um, even if you have a copyright strike, it doesn't necessarily mean that's a bad thing. Oh, no, no. It doesn't it, mean that there'll be ads on your video. No, nah, it was a straight up ban. Like, because um, I used a Jay-Z beat. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because oh. my vlogs, I do use unoriginal music. So I'll get the, the copyright, but I understand. I'm not monetized, so it doesn't matter. Um, and I guess mm. the day I do get monetized, those videos on my page now, 
the 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 original owners will get the the commission, I guess. The royalties. But for yeah. this one, I know Jay Z is hella tight with his music. He has his own streaming platform, and because I used the Jay Z beat, I just got a straight just ban. It was blocked worldwide. Just for the one track. Oh. Yeah, and I didn't feel right because this. I feel like this this tape. It's more of a complete piece. The songs individually mm. doesn't tell the whole story, so I I believe each song by themselves isn't as strong. It's it's stronger as a compilation. So without that song, it was like, oh, there's no, no point. So I might as well keep it on Bandcamp and SoundCloud. That's nice. That's a nice segue into into the tape, anyway. Yeah, bro. Um, so this tape is a mixture of, um, it's all it's all written by you. Yep. But the beats are are tracks that are, um. They're all, uh, you know, they're all taken from other artists. Is Majority. That what, is that what Majority is? unoriginal. Yeah. Um, and just for those that don't know, um, in case if you've listened to it or um, if you're just new to my music, every instrumental, um, sorry, not every instrumental, all, all the music was basically recorded in 2013. So the tone has been set that um, this is where, this is the, the scene of where I was in my life. So it's essentially the whole tape is a time capsule um yep. so you'll notice that the actual instrumentals that were popular that i used we got we are young by fun which was a hit back then macklemore um jay-z drops i don't which i don't know which album somewhere in america is but i remixed it to somewhere in australia and the beat choices yep. i had back then were a lot different my delivery was a lot different so um yep. yeah it's really like a, it's, it's, it's a time capsule my click yeah click was out back then so yeah. I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself, but it, initially when I thought of like, dude, this is too old. The, the songs are dated. It's like, it's kind of a bit of a reach kind of thing. Like I'm just reaching mm. for a, and it, it, the, these songs have passed. It's like old news because music consumption these days, in and out. And that's what happened essentially when I started the mixtape. It kept going and going to the point that I was like, dude, all these tracks are old. I need to start again. And I do that in the, yeah. the Macklemore song where I said, I got about 20 tracks drop a mixtape, uh, I got it, scrapped all the dumb shit, now I'm left with nothing. Left with nothing. basically I'm left with nothing. I'm like, dude, time's <laughs> going past, I've scrapped it again, here we go again, new mixtape. And it's basically yeah. the cycle that I've been going with past few years. And I've always come back to these songs, like, dude, they're pretty decent, they're old, but they were good tracks, but I keep revisiting them. I say, like, I'm going to release it, and another year goes by, and eventually I just had to put my foot down and I got to commend you and Raph because when I did, sh you were the first two that I showed it to. And even just mm. the, the validation when you said like, dude, so much time has passed that these old beats or this, the nostalgia is there. It's kind of like almost like a classic lost tape. It's like, it's like you've aged. Yeah. It's like wine, bro. It's like alcohol. You just age it for a bit and then it comes back. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's actually pretty good, man. I don't know. That's just an analogy I made, but like, yeah, sorry. I blabbed that's definitely... That's definitely the impression that I got from it. Yeah. Um, and you, when you were talking about the project, because obviously, so some of these songs um, you'd released prior, I, I'd heard the Thrift Shop remix, yep. the Drop Some Tracks. Yeah. Uh, we performed We Are Young. Yep. You even so put New Girl on on this. Yeah. Um, and I, rem I remember you performed Click one time. Yeah. So these are tracks that you've performed live and that you've that you've recorded. You released these. Yes. Um. And when I listen to them, I get a sense of nostalgia. I get a sense of, okay, this was 2012, 2013. Yeah, man. You know, back, back in the day. The golden um, years. And I, and I feel like when you, the way you explained it, yes, it, it is a time capsule. It is something that revisiting that time and 
um, something that I found that you're really about right now is telling a story and this mixtape tells Tell a story, story of that that yeah exactly exactly what you were saying pretty much man um do you want to give a little bit more context about that story yeah so this is 2012 what was your what was your life like in 2012 2013 Dude. and how does that reflect in your in the music basically when i look back at it it's literally like you know some people they have video they have pictures they can look back at it, it's like yeah that was a time this is when we were doing this for me essentially yeah. Um, that era was the pretty much the not the peak, but the point of my where my music career was starting to phase out, cause I was struggling mm. with the balance of trying to uh, balance a nine to five and still do music, and we've been doing these for years. At that point, we'd already been five years in, which in retrospect doesn't seem like a lot, cause obviously it's a long game with music. Now that we're a bit older, we've realized that. But before for me, I was like, dude, it hasn't happened yet. I'm not signed, I'm not getting anywhere. This kind of sucks. And yeah. that resonates in the music. Um, a lot of it was like, a lot of poking fun, but a lot of it was quite emotional. Like what's, 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 it's not happening. I'm looking back, like all this stuff I did and nothing's coming into, like nothing's happening from all this. And essentially that mm -hmm. whole, um, pretty much majority of the mixtape is my set. That's what I'd perform um, around. So a lot of the videos were, were these songs. So I had to include them. I was like, yeah, while they're not original, they still like hold, you know, when you look at a picture or even an object, like you buy a souvenir or something. For me, these songs, when I hear them, it's not just hearing the music and the instruments. It takes me back to points in my life. And I know for the people involved, it, not mm -hmm. even just music people, people that, you know, uh, I've come up with people from work, from jobs I've had, good mates, family, um, and obviously the, the musicians that we like, we're in the same crew. Um, if you listen to it and you know me personally, there's something there that I'm, I guarantee you will, will pretty much trigger like a memory that we've memory. had. Memory. Like, yeah. like, yeah, New Girl is a perfect example. And I, wasn't, I was about to not even put that track in. Like, it was so <laughs> stupid. I, I really like, like, why would I not put that track in? That, that New Girl shoot brings me back to the backyard of my house. You were there. Um, everyone was there. It was Everyone a party. Was it was a yeah. party. It was like, it was just such a good memory. And that doesn't get seen much in the music. When the music gets sent out, it's just, there it is. There's a topic. Mm. But the, the words mean something different to me as opposed to how it's, I guess, sent to the universe in that sense. So, yeah, yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. It, I, yeah. And again, I really, I really commend you because you've built up this, um, way of telling stories you started vlogging you know when you started doing podcasting you are building up your skill in telling stories and i feel like this mixtape or compiling this mixtape this set of songs is another part of that you're documenting yeah, and showing and sharing your stories and i think that's 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 a really good thing i'm really proud that you that you released this thanks bro um not just the fact that i'm on it but um, <laughs> hey, you, you made the cut, bro. I, was, I wasn't gonna put that song. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna put it. On. I was like, nah, <laughs> but that's, nah, nah. For, for real, that's cool. No, but you know, this is this is really cool. But 
Yeah, so you, you were trying to you were struggling with the the nine to five and still trying to do the the, the passion music. projects, the of, passion of music, projects. and it just wasn't um, happening, man. It was hard. So, so am I right? Am I right to say that I guess for this you didn't feel like you were succeeding, no. based on, based on like the the music and and based on what the outcome that At you the were time, expecting. What no. was the outcome that you expected? I was just like you know. I'll be honest, like just just because it's a podcast, I'm just gonna be real. It's not an interview. At that point, um, all the people that we came up with were exceeding. Yeah. Lo and the Overtime crew, they were killing it, and I wasn't part of that. And it was kind of my fault. I was the one that lacked on it as well. But there was a part of me back then. I was a lot younger, and I was a bit like, "Oh man, I'm getting left behind. <clears throat> I've been forgotten," type thing. And then also in the corporate world, I felt like, dude. I'm not even doing that well here kind of thing. It's like, it's like I was literally in a fork in the road, basically. Because I was thinking, look at myself, my age, we're getting to our age. You know when you're in your late, mid to late 20s, you start to think, oh, I'm getting old. It's like, it's so stupid, right? I'm getting old. It's like, it's not even your, your life ahead of you. But that's the mindset because you start seeing people buying houses, getting married, starting families and, and all that and traveling and whatnot. And I'm just thinking like, Dude, it's one or the other. I'm realizing it now. I can't do both. I either go all out with the corporate house, the life thing, or I go all out mm-hmm. with music. And because music was phasing down, it always some it was always something that was like really like it upset me a lot that I couldn't do music. I felt like I was driven to just give up in that sense. I was like, there's not there's nothing here. I might as well put all my energy into just securing my future. And that was pretty much the end of Nat Blazin. Like that was the end of my career. I didn't do shit. Like I do things and say, I used to rap. How many times did we meet um, after that? We'd link up. It's like, do you still do music? It's like, oh, I write here and there, but it was different to when we're in that music mode, when we're like, yeah, I've got gigs coming up. I got an EP, I got this and that. None of that existed anymore. My talk was usually about where you are in terms of my career as an insurance broker. Mm. you know, let's buy a house, that kind of shit, you know, like just, just stuff like that, that everyone... Career, you were, you were career. career, it was just yeah. like, yeah, like relationship, settling down, it was heading towards there. And the, um, Yeah, the trajectory you're going for was there. Yeah, yeah and then I guess because this rounds on me was at the, the tail end of that, it was starting to show. Like you can see, like, I was like, it was almost like a sarcastic, almost poking a fun like a lot of satire in the lyrics like i'm just saying like i'm gonna rob a bank i've had it but in a funny way i'm still trying to keep it positive and you know yeah witty because i've always been like that but there was like layers to that it was like i was really kind of hurting at that age and it took a while to i I, I, I literally um i was like threatening to i don't know who i was threatening I think I was threatening the universe. Like, I'm done. I'm going to sell all my shit. I'm going to sell this microphone. I'm just, that's it. Done with music. And I literally, like, I had yeah. to, not block, but I had to, like, disconnect and disassociate myself with people that did music because it would make me sad. I was like, fuck, I'm not doing this. And I had to really okay. kind of change my mind frame and made myself believe, like, what I was doing mattered in terms of the, the yeah. career, the life. Thing. It's like, no, this is my focus now. So, and eventually I did get good. I was like, all right, I'm happy. I'm finally happy again. I'm just, I'm working, I'm building. 
and um, mm. music was like it was a thing of the past. There was a there was a real transitional period, and like this mixtape started 2013. So I think maybe after two or three years, I was kind of set. Like, yeah, it's not gonna happen, but I'm happy. It was more like a memory now. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think. Do you think that you were understating or um, discounting your success or the outcomes that you came from, that you got from this? Because looking back and looking at the videos that you've shown, you were performing. You were you were performing mm. these songs. Yeah. You know, in in, in 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 clubs and pubs and, and in other events. Would you have? Would do you now look back on that and count that as a success? Because you wanted yeah. to be up there and you wanted oh, to be performing. Dude. Do you count that as a success? Yeah, absolutely, dude. That's the reason why I put this up. Because for so long, I was sort yeah. of, I was hiding the fact that I was doing music. There was a point where, because um, I started working, um, got a better job or whatnot. Um, I'll tell you a funny story. When I started this job at, um, at Aeon, it's a, I'm just going to say it, who cares? I started a, a, a broking job at Aeon. I did not tell one person I did music. I was sort of like, that's the extent of the disassociation. I was like, nah, I'm not going to like, like put that label on me. I'm just Nathan, the broker <laughs> that works a nine to five. Your, yeah, your identity Gone. was I deleted the career. That is different. Yeah. And I f figured like new job, new people. The funniest shit yeah. happened after about a year. Um, Shout outs to the Aeon dudes um, as well, all the Philo, the Philo crew. There was bound <laughs> to be one person that would have recognized me or knew that I did music back then. I can't remember who exactly, but it's kind of spread like wildfire when it did. And all it took was one person. I'm not going to name names because obviously, you know, it's a public platform. You know but, who you are. Yeah, you know who you are, my bro. <clears throat> and... Um, Thank you, because like I, before I was like, shit, why did he tell everyone? But now I'm kind of like, I'm glad he did. It spread yeah. through the floor and suddenly everyone knows. And I'm just getting like random people. Hey, cool, cool song. And I'm just like, oh, because I'm really shy. Like me as Nathan, I'm an introvert. I get no. really, I get, no, dude, no. I get awkward. <laughs> I get so awkward when people are like, people not from that world as well. Because you got people that are like yeah. 40 plus, like, people that could be my auntie or uncle or whatnot going like mm. wow that's really good and then it get to a point that sometimes like hey rap and, and i'll just be like the same generic answer I'm like nah nah i can't remember how to do it nah that was that was before i i can't do it anymore i, I can't remember or like just don't have it in me type thing and yeah it was just a reoccurring thing that would happen again and again and um it, it, it basically mm. it was like something that used to haunt me because i was like no i don't want to associate with this the only time I associate it is with the people that I already kind of know. Because then it, we'll joke about yeah. it, like with our friends, like, yeah, Nat's blazing and we'll talk shit. But when it comes to the, like, my new identity into the, to the world outside, I didn't, want to, I didn't want anyone to know. I, I just wanted to start fresh. Because, yeah, it really affected me before. You know what I mean? Was yeah. that your question? Sorry, I kind of like went on a, on a <laughs> tangent. But no, as in terms That's of the, right. as a success. Sorry, that was your your question. I look at it as like, because it's been so long, and I'm seeing myself perform. I'm like, who is that person? I'm like, wow, I can't believe that was me. Because right now, yeah. I don't think I could do that. I know I'm working towards it. I'm doing things like 
writing again, mixing and enjoying the process, like really enjoying this. It started with the podcast and we can go with, we can talk about, we talk about it in the podcast already. So for the listeners, check out the cheat coders to see it, that reoccur- reoccurring topic. But essentially just yeah. the, the action of being in that element again. Um, I can't say it now. Like, I don't think I'd be comfortable doing a proper gig at this stage, but it's, it's brewing. I feel something inside that's just really motivating me just to simply write. I haven't written anything in over a, a year or two years. Like I wrote one thing last year and I was one. And before that it was three years. So mm. it's definitely something I'm proud of. And um, the fact that I'm putting this mixtape out, if I wasn't, I wouldn't be, I'd be burying it and trying to forget it even more type thing. But yeah, I got our podcast to thank for that pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like how, um, we've always said that the cheat coders podcast is, um, I think it's your quote that it's an inspirational hub. It is, you know, it, is. it Every started week. off, it, it started off as a, um, a way to better ourselves, yep. a way to connect, mm-hmm. um, with each other and a way to connect with friends. And it's turned into something even more than that. It's, it's turned into, a way to inspire ourselves or to inspire other people Absolutely. to to build and to create things as well um, in whatever creative field they want to do. So I, I'm 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 proud of the fact that we yeah. were able to do the the podcast, and I'm proud of the fact that man, because of the podcast, because of the people that we've talked to, um, it's inspired you to release something yeah, and and release this to the world. Um, and I was gonna say like the the asking asking you the question about success mm-hmm. um your the way that you oriented your goal before was you wanted to be signed you wanted to mm-hmm. do full-time music you followers, wanted followers money um, all the superficial you wanted to be yeah you wanted to be money it wanted to be all of those um exactly superficial things yeah right um what i feel like the goal or outcome you are looking at now is more of a storyteller more of a um, sharing and documenting yeah. um, uh, stories and memories, and if if anything, like you've done that, this is that's mm. that's a success that you should be truly proud of. Cheers, bro. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, man. Like it's literally the what I prioritize now is a lot different to back then. Even with like, yeah, like it still gets to me sometimes. Like obviously, I don't have. A, a third of the following or the engagement that I did back then, but it's not really yeah. about that. It, it starts like, it's going to sound corny, but it's sort of just putting your own happiness first type thing. That's the real priority these days. Like um, before you, you get, we talk about this in the podcast. So I don't want to get into it, but cause like at the peak of this rounds on me, when I originally started recording it, you're just younger, different priorities. Like you wanted to get that house, you wanted to get married, you wanted the high paying job, all that kind of stuff. And while I'm not disregarding yeah. that those things are important, that they are things to strive for and to go towards, but you can't, you can't sort of deny your own passion or happiness with things. It's really important. Like you can be happy with mm. just enough. And, um, yeah, it's inspired me to put this out. And um, pretty much the way I look at it, like I don't want to look at this as like a, um, this mixtape as a 
Woohoo, I reached the finish line. Essentially, I've gotten old material, polished it and put it out. It's not really the... It's a big thing. Look, I'm not trying to play it down, but the way I look at it now, now that I've put it out, it's sort of like, this is, no, this is pressing the start on the game controller. This is not a time to have a break. This is a time, this is a statement saying, no, I'm going for it. Because I have a bad habit of saying, I'm going to do this, okay. and then I don't fucking do it. You know what I mean? I say, I'm going to do this, mm. that, this, and that. Ideas, creative ideas, creative ventures, all an idea. Nothing happens if you never start. This mm. being put out in the universe, regardless of how old the material is, the fact that I've mixed it, put it together, and it's making a statement like, no, I'm going to get back into it now. But okay. I'm going to look like a freaking joke if I put this mixtape out and nothing follows after, you know what I mean? Like, like Raph was joking, mm. can't wait for your next mixtape, bro, in 2030, 10, years, 10, <laughs> 10 years after this. And I'm like, yeah, that's, not, that's what I don't want to happen, basically. So yeah. it's yeah. pressing start in the control. This, this is where I want to keep the ball rolling, and I'm hoping the traction um, builds from this. For myself, not with everyone else, just for me. Yeah, like, yeah. I got to do this, because I... I an idea is an idea, it's gonna stay an idea if I don't do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're listening to a very special episode of the Cheat Coders podcast, where I interview our very own Nats Blazin about his most recent release, This Rounds on Me. Yeah. It, is, it is really interesting when we're talking about, because um, I've been in that situation as well, working a nine to five job. Yeah, bro. And then working five to nine with you know music and, and trying to create something and trying to get it off the ground totally it is such a difficult thing to do because um yeah any any if you're trying to do if you got your feet in both things it's hard to succeed yeah. in quotation marks succeed in both you know yeah, you, you it's have one or the to other. Yeah. pick one or the other um and i find that i found that i struggled with that a lot as well mm -hmm. um and yeah, I am. I would be really interested to talk to other people who are trying to achieve that sort of thing and doing both, yeah. and I and that's really why I'm curious to talk to to people, uh, creatives, designers, artists, entrepreneurs on the Chikoros podcast to get their insight on that because yeah, any kind of side hustle that you're trying to do, you have to, you know, get it to a point where you are juggling both absolutely, and then eventually have to drop one off. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, I think it's. I guess thinking about. Then no, no, I go ahead. Yeah, yeah, thinking about like what's trying being in that kind of mindset for you. You're working, you're working. Uh, uh, you know, like a casual job. You're working some jobs now. Yep. But at the same time, like, how are you going to tackle that differently to what you did before? Like, how are you going to do that now as opposed to what I've, you did before? I've realized, like, it's going to sound silly. I hope my mom's not listening because she's really pushing me to get a real job <laughs> but um <laughs> i just realized like like a lot of things like, like i'm gonna go back to it like a lot of things that i thought mattered back then doesn't really matter now kind of thing to me and i've realized that i can still get by i can still like i'm not like living like a peasant you know i'm not it i'm not out picking rice and shit I'm still like living, dude. I'm still traveling. I eat well. Mm. I'm not eating lavish. I'm not living lavish. 
but I make enough to get by and I've freed up my time to do what I love to do the most. And for the past few months, it was the vlogging. Yeah. The vlogging helped. That was the catalyst to just get me back into, I guess, editing and just grinding again. And then it also helped me learn how to tell stories better and how to put this project, like the way I've put this mixtape together is like a hundred times better than anything I could have done before. Before it was just like, I need to get these tracks out, put them out. Let's get these numbers. Now it's like, it means something to me. It's something I can look at. Yeah. Like it's not just for the time being, it's up, up on the internet. And maybe in 10 years time, I can look at the time that, wow, I dropped this mixtape when I was in London and I felt this way about it at this very moment. And whatever comes out from it, from here, that's going to be another story yeah. in itself. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's, yeah, that's, was that your question? Dude, man, I'm shit at like. <laughs> so the question was like, no, no, no. You, you did answer it in, to a degree. Um, it sounds like. It sounds like you're going to put more emphasis on the music. Yeah. And what I like to um, do. The nine, the nine to five work is just going to be. Uh, oh, the, your job that you're working or the jobs that you're working are gonna just going to be a way to supplement priority. the music. That's right. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. Back to that. Yeah. So before it was different. The priority was like, I still got to work. I still got to pay these bills. I still got to, yeah. I have to buy this level of shit that doesn't even really matter yeah. anymore. Take that away. It's really just about the music, man. Like I really just want to create something. And it might not even be music, just anything that keeps me creative, keeps me engaged like i love the feeling of waking mm. up and it's like wow what can we do today like i'm ready for the day not like waking up like shit let's get through monday and then friday is gonna be here and then we can get smashed yep. and right off the weekend that was this <laughs> rounds on me that encapsulates what happened in 2013 you know what i mean so yep. like i guess like in conclusion the if you want to listen to the mixtape and you want to know what it's about, it's basically an inspirational, it's supposed to inspire people to think like, you know, I know the, the, the topics sounds a bit like I'm just getting smashed and I'm like, I'm going through the struggle, the struggles back then, which don't really relate to what I am now, but the story behind mm -hmm. it, if you follow the videos, if you follow this vlog and the message I'm trying to say is like, don't give up on something if you're passionate about it. Even if it's like, you know, you haven't yep. done it in a while. If it's something that's a whisper in the back of your mind um, that's been saying like, man, I really miss doing this. or I really wish I could do this again. Make the time for it. It's important. It really is important because you won't be happy. Yeah. You won't be happy. What? Exactly. I could I could have just kept doing the whole nine to five. Imagine if I was still doing the same job or still doing the same thing where I knew for a fact I wasn't happy with. I'd still be doing that now. I'd still be that version of yeah. me, probably even more run down type thing. So yeah, word dog, no more, no more big Friday <laughs> nights, no more, none of that shit matters. Um, what's your favorite track on the entire mixtape? Oh, that's a good, I should have, um, let me like, let me just look at the track list. You should have thought of that. Yeah, I should have thought of that, eh? the actual songs. <laughs> In case you didn't know, um, on the Bandcamp, I've written a little description of how the songs came about um, for each yeah. song. So that's a little cool thing. But in terms of the fa my favorite track, 
I was talking to Lukman about this just earlier today. He messaged me because it it hit an emotional string to him. But essentially, sorry, like my video. All right. He messaged me, and <clears throat> sorry, my video just died. Let me just do it again. The first song. It was always going to be the intro, the, the We Are Young song with fun. It's just a verse. It's not really a song. It's just, you know, it's a ballad. And it was basically the opening track I used for most gigs I did back then. Because it was just, a, it was just, it would, it would, whenever I'd perform it, I, it was a crowd pleaser. It would, it would get to at least one person. I could see it. Every time I performed that song, I'd at least see one person just really paying attention. Not even like, you know, you go to a club, people are just, it's the same shit. Like the beat's hectic. Um, yeah just really superficial type music. Like, I love that shit too. But when I'd perform that song, at least one person in the crowd would be doing this, like just the, yeah, I, I dig that. And I, I just, I'm talking about like this for the night so we never remember with the people we never forget. That verse still resonates today. Cause- Yeah, I like that line. It was a tribute like song to everyone's like, dude, we're here. We're like, we're, we're, we're trying to get by. Cheers, a drink to everyone. Because one day we're going to be old and we're going to be looking back at those nights. And mm. when I did that song, I did it with every intention to be the intro. Like, this is going to be the one. Because back then, my mind state was, I'm going to make this a memory for myself in the future. And it's going to capture this moment. I'm going to drop it in 2013. People are going to remember that. And that track is the one that's going to resonate. Five years later, it didn't drop. But when I revisited, I'm like, dude, that's still like, it's like I'm talking to myself back in the day and it still relates now mm. and when i said that to lookman like like and all the boys all the round circle boys shout outs hello johnny raf richard lookman austin everyone all of them like we're all in different stages of our lives some of the some of the dudes have kids now some of them are married some people have really cool jobs yeah. and some of them are still doing the music like a lot of them are still mm. doing the music which is amazing but it's just yeah. So much time has passed and we, we look back when Lukman spoke to me about it and he said like, Hey dude, like that music, that song means a lot to me and being your hype man. Cause he'd perform it with me. It's like, yeah, that's, that holds a special place with me. And when he told me that I was like, shit, dude, you know what? That's the kind of reaction that that's, that's it. Like all I needed was one person to dig this release and I'm good. I didn't need like, 20,000 likes or whatever, all the views. Yeah. The fact that like, I yeah. had that feeling again when I used to perform that song and I'd just have that one person in the crowd going, yeah. And then when the verse finished, they're like, I, I dig what you just said there. Lukman just private messaging me that, it really brought me back to that time. And um, it was just the same yeah. feeling. As, as small of a degree of interaction that was, it means a lot to me. So yeah, shout outs to Lukman, my um, partner in crime. Back in the hype day, man. he was probably the main hype man. I've had a lot of hype man. Austin. The best hype man. <laughs> I'm not going to pick favorites because I might disappoint people. At one stage, we were, you weren't really my hype man, but we, we, we had a partnership thing. I think you were the last because New Girl was the last song. So that was yeah, the last song. Yeah, we performed quite a bit. So yeah. we, we did the rounds back then as well. But yeah, been a lot of phases with this music shit been pretty good yeah man yeah, yeah. that's my favorite i remember song. Yeah. nice that is i enjoy that song as well that is that is one of those songs that 
um, it encapsulates exactly that the the party vibe and the creating a memory, just creating yeah. a um, uh, yeah something to remember. Does that song take and, you and back it, to anything? Does that take you to a specific memory? Because it does for me. I don't know if you have one. I'll show you the one that I have for it. But do you have a memory from that? I mean, it, I mean, it takes me back to when we performed it <laughs> in, in Darling Harbour. That's the one I was gonna say. <laughs> that was when we performed it in Darling Harbour. You know why it brings me back? Why that brings me back? Because when, wa- when I watched the video, I don't remember performing it. Because I was gone, dude. I was gone. I was like, <laughs> oh, and the, the, oh, yes. the word, the, the, the verse starts with, this is for the nights that we never remember. Nights never with remember. The people we never forget. Oh, and I remember, and when I literally looked at the videos when I was editing the promo vids, and I saw that video, I was like, yep. what the hell is this? And why is Don wearing a vest? Like, he had a three-piece tuxedo thing going. I was like, which gig was this? And it's, then it came back, and I was like, oh my God, that was the one. We actually got paid for this. Party. I wasn't. I had an out I wasn't of body, wearing a vest. out of body experience. Now you had a freaking the overalls with. I the had bow holsters. Tie. I had holsters on and a bow tie on. Dude, I was. I was. I was trying to rock something. <laughs> I don't know. I was wearing my freaking corporate wear. That shirt I was wearing on that video. That was my freaking work shirt. Yeah. That just goes to show how real this tape is i was like from from the job straight to the venue you know from I mean? work into it yeah. yeah dude a lot of the, and the I remember performances my lanyard sticking out of my blazer that Parramatta mm. gig i had my cba lanyard just whipped Damn. out while i was performing because i came came from work and perform it after that yeah it's crazy times man i i i remember that night we performed we are young we performed new girl yeah um, and we also performed we performed an unreleased track with Darren Marilla. There's a story about of that. Of Midnight Pool Party. Should we talk about um, it? If you want to, man. If you want to talk about it. Like, do you want to... So Darren Marilla makes shout music. He, he, he Shout outs to Darren. Um, he he writes and he, like, you know, he, he'll do some producing. He'll do some production as well for Midnight Pool Party. Yep. Um, and, his, and his mate, Ollie will you know do do some polishing and do some uh, other producing but darren made a song he wrote a song produced the track yes and it was just a, a like a, a bare bones idea that was an anthem song. and he sent it to myself he sent it to i think he sent it to you as well no nah, he sent it i don't to know you. i don't remember I the got story the song, i got the song yeah. from you and then when you sent it i was like dude who's this and who made the beat and you're like darren made it i'm like Dude, I would love to get on it. And I think at the time... I think... I don't, I don't think I sent it to you. I think we were rehearsing we? for something. And then I showed it to you and you were like, you have to send this to me. I'm going to write a verse. Straight away, yeah. And, and I was then, like, I need the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you were, you were ready to write something immediately. It's instant. When I and then you did something, I'm just like, yeah. no, nah, this is it. But yeah, no, he sent me yeah. that. And that was a song that was supposed to... It never got completed, man. Like... I wrote two verses, two different verses. And for some reason, because I was so G'd up, suddenly I didn't feel it. Like I was just getting into that perfectionist mode and I was just like, nah, it's not good enough. Nah, it's not good enough. And I feel like that song is another one that just slipped away. I've literally still got the the instrumental, your verse, Darren's choruses, and my empty (laughs) slot. And I'm just like, damn it. But yeah, that, that song... 
that one um, I felt would have captured this tape as a whole because it was literally like it was an it anthem. Was a crazy it was a party time. song. It was a crazy well. time, and the fact we performed it once yeah. at that very venue in Darling Harbour kind of made it more special because I was gonna, I was hoping to do a little rollout for yeah. it and just be like, you know. For the yeah. for those that don't know, that song obviously is not in the cut, and um, this is no way um, putting shade on Darren, but I did. Um, what did I do? I reached out to Darren, and mm-hmm. um, he's got the track. It's his track, and I respectfully. He's making a solo track out of it. And I told him yeah. up front, I'm like, dude, if I can use it, if not, please use it. Because it's such a good song. And he is, and I'm really happy that he is. Exactly, so I hope yeah. vibes to you, man, if you're listening or watching. I'll pump the promotion out of that track because it's, it's so good, <laughs> basically. And I'm happy either way. Like, didn't make the cut, but as long as it gets out. But like I said, man, it's all about the Definitely. story. It's the memories. Definitely. And that's something we can keep as like, uh, in that, just in, that, in my own memory, like something that we've shared, you and me, Don. Like, damn, yeah. we, we did that. But I'm just saying, like, that's just a, you know, if we ever get famous, that's a lost track, dude. It's like, oh, damn, I wonder where that track is. I wish I could hear it. I Might be worth it. Like, but I like the idea of it being a lost track. I like I the love idea it. of it being. I love it, dude. The idea, like. It's just something that we performed. It was something that we <laughs> yeah. were all passionate about at one so particular good. point in time. It was so good. Um, yeah, because I, I, when Darren showed me that, I wrote a verse for it. Dude, your verse killed it, it was... man. Your good verse. <laughs> Dude, that's why I like... Thanks, bro. I need you to do... Like, I think... Working on something with that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, no, I, I completely love that it is... It was something that we were so passionate about. It came together so quickly. Yes. And we performed it. Dude, we like, performed it, it and it wasn't yeah. even complete yet. It was like 80% finished. We're like, nah, we got to perform it. We got a club gig. We'll bring it out. Yeah. Yeah. Good song. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, one second. Yeah, bro. Let me just. It's all good. It's live. We can't, we, can't do, we can't do edits anyway, so it's all good. <laughs> uh, if, if, if um, just a quick break. I'm just going to check the chat. Sorry, I can't really reply back to everyone, but I'm going to do a quick shout out to anyone, everyone that's tuned in. Alan Gonzalez, yeah, looking good fellas. Shout outs. Shout outs, bro. Um, Mateo hey. Kangu is watching. I don't know if these guys are still watching, but they tuned in at one point. So I'm going to give you guys a shout out. Shout out to Rekka yeah. What up, bro? Darren Liu, used to work with you. Shout outs. Earl Kevin M- Muga. M- Muga. Shout outs, bro. Jordan, Sutari, shoutouts, and Kyla Velasquez, possibly currently watching because she just tuned in. Kyla yeah. Velasquez? Va- Kyla Velasquez. 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 I know Kyla. What am I, am I talking about? Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Dude, it's so, you know what? I'm actually a bit like kind of nervous because it's live. We know there's no edit points. On Cheat Coders, you know me, I talk mad shit. Cause I know. Yeah, but it's we don't. Like, we don't, we very rarely edit. Like there's there's like one we edit don't, point where we need to stop and check know, the camera and stop knowing, and check the audio. But it's knowing that we can't edit. You know what I mean? It's like knowing. My safety barrier before was like. We can edit. Like if I say anything too, <laughs> too much, we can. Edit. I can't, bro. This is gonna post right after we press stop recording. Bang! It's live. But anyway, it's live and it's it's there. I got to get into po- cheat coders <laughs> mode, like like we're podcasting, like with you, me, and Raf. Um, I think I think you should just it, it, just it's it just 
it's just a conversation between, it is, bro. between the it two is. of us, man. I gotta, I gotta and, and, remember that. You know, <laughs> bringing it back to the mixtape. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. You Thank said you. We Are Young is the, um, you know, your favorite track yeah. on there. Yeah. Um, and I'm just trying to think as well. Um, is We Are Young the most memorable one for you as well? When you performed it? In what sense? It? Performing? Or is it? Yeah. The thing is, I performed these songs all together. So they all kind of, it's like a combo. Back to back. Back to back. They're a combo. <clears throat> yeah. The set list would always be um, We Are Young, followed straight after mm-hmm. to the Thrift Shop remix, which is why it's in that order. So this is your set. This is my set. Your exact is my set. set. I'll tell you right now. Look, we'll, we'll break it down. Yeah, the whole tape. I'll break it down because I guess that's what we're here for. That's why we're talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. It starts off with "We Are Young," which is my standard opener, which will go straight into um, the Thrift Shop remix. And at the time, mm. it was a popular song, so it would get people together. You know, that was a technique back then. Like, if you're an unsigned or unheard of artist. You might do an original here and there or do a few songs that people know just to get them warmed up and then you perform the completely yeah. original songs. That was the tactic. So essentially, yeah, after Thrift Shop, um, I have a few witty lines. As you notice, I did the, the uh, Dear Vodafone, if you don't fix up your reception. That's a memorable one. Yeah, definitely. And like one, one, one gig I did with Lukman that just, it just worked so well. I performed at a Westfield and just in true nature of this mixtape, I performed hungover. I had a massive night. I died. <laughs> I woke up to like a hundred messages. You know that, you know, the voice message after the bar tab song where you're on the, on the mixtape. I got you to record saying, Nats, we have a gig in an hour. Where are you? No one can reach you. You swap yeah. that with Lukman because he was the my hype man back then. He was the one that would always be like, dude, where the hell are you? Or dude, get your shit together. So I got a lot, got a, a lot of credit to give to Lukman, but that shit's real. That's why I had to include to that. Be, to be fair, did you have to do that? For to me be too? fair, when I when I interviewed Lukman, yeah, um, and we were talking about you know his career as your hype man, yeah, in quotation marks, yeah, I'm pretty sure Lukman acted as your manager. He's he was more manager. your manager than me, your hype me, man. Me, 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 and Flygirl T. It's like the two yeah, kids man. that are just completely unorganized. That was us. But yeah, dude, like literally like so back to big, that story. Big props to yeah, b- shout outs to Lukman. But back to that story that I'm getting at this gig that he's, he's trying to get me like, where are you? I'm already here. You're going to perform soon. I've got your backing track. And I'm like, shit, I just put my pants on first train to the city. Get there. I had to wear glasses like shades because my eyes were messed up. And I'm like, dude, I don't know how I'm going to remember the, the, the lines. And um, I look so daggy, dude. I was wearing track shorts. I look like a lad, man. I look so bad. And this is a gig on Westfield, Sydney. Like, I know it's a mall, but it's the mall bro. of malls. It's Sydney, bro. Like, it was right at the, that center place. And it's a, I think it was a hip-hop event. So break dances, all that. Pretty decent turnout. Soon as me and Lukman got, got on, bang, I, I flick. I got a, when I perform, I flick a switch. Like I'm, I'm not me yep. anymore. That's another thing we can talk You're a about. Different I'm a different person. Like I'm not Nathan anymore. Every show I'm extremely nervous and dying inside. Once I get on stage, mm. give me the mic, bang. I'll just like, I switch. I need that full blown persona change. We did the set. And then as soon as thrift shop came on, 
me and Lukman are looking at each other like, oh shit, the stars have aligned. Because while we were performing that song, right when that line was coming up, where the stage was set up was right next to a Vodafone um, <laughs> branch. And the, the staff nice. were outside. Everyone was watching. The staff was there as well. So we're like, we're so excited to be like, this is going to get a reaction. Like 100% it's going to get a reaction. Dun, 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 dun. Get to the line. Both of us just turn, point at the Vodafone store like, Dear Vodafone, if you don't fix up your reception, the whole crowd just erupts. They're like, oh, and then the vote, even like after that, when I dropped the line, everyone starts cheering. It's just going nuts. I might be amping it up more than what it is, but it was just a good vibe. And everyone, even the staff, they were like, they were in their uniform and they were like, yeah, yeah, we suck. Yeah, yeah. Our reception is shit kind of thing. Here's... Here's a tip, man. That's a memory. Never let the truth get in the way of a good yeah. story. That is a good <laughs> in story. In my mind, it was so like... So even if they sick. weren't as hyped as you say they were... Look, it could be both ways. Dude. Even if they weren't as hyped as, as you say they were... they. Like I said, I've forgotten gigs that we've hype. done. It could have been really hype or it could have been not as hype. But you had to be there, dude. And when me and Lukman finished that, we were like, dude, that's, that that killed it. And anyway, yeah, like I said, with with... Memorable. The, these are the type of stories I remember when I do these songs. They're all together, like the the, the thrift shop song. I never performed yeah. somewhere in Australia. That was just a track I did um, that mm-hmm. melded well. But the other thing was Click. Click's another one. Look, I got another story about Click. Me, Raf, and Ello, we took a gig for... I think it was for John, bro. No, John? It was um, okay. somewhere in Fairfield. And it was a last-minute gig. We just took it the day before. So I'm like, all right, yeah. we're doing the rounds. I can't be one of those egotistical artists. I got to say yes to everything at this point. I wasn't, I didn't have the luxury mm-hmm. to pick and choose. Um, yeah. As soon as we get there, me, it was Kid Boom actually, me, Kid Boom, LOC. I've got my set ready. Click is the first track for me. And I'm like, yeah, that'll be a good track. I get there. It's a freaking kids event, bro. It's like, under 12 year olds under 12 it looked like the easter show there was a few like adults but they were like the parents so anyway we get called up austin goes in this guy tatted you know austin he's got so much swag he's just gangster as shit he's just performing yeah he calls me up and i'm like how am i gonna do this man how am i gonna you know the chorus ain't nobody fucking with my click (laughs) click click so i get on and then like I pretty much had to improvise. I was like, ain't nobody pressured them my click. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no click. It just sounded like a really bad radio-friendly like- version. <laughs> you know, the ones that they do on the radio? <laughs> and it just sounds like, I look yeah, like yeah, an yeah. idiot. I look like an idiot going, ain't no fresher than my, than my click. And everyone's looking at me like, what the hell? So just imagine me, Austin, <laughs> being all gangster as shit in the, on stage, performing in front of little kids. And I'm saying like some pretty nasty shit. Like, I'm undeniably high. You undeniably not. You're trying to like, I'm, I'm talking about lighting firefighters, a light and yeah. taking your girl yeah. and all this like foul rap <laughs> shit. And all these kids, I'm just looking at them like, hey kids, <clears throat> one day you could be just like me. You know what I mean? So that's another story. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> those are the three memories from each of those songs. Those thongs killed me, dude. Anyway. 
Oh, dude. So that's another problem with me. My preparation is terrible. Like, <laughs> I could partly blame John. Like, maybe he should have told me it was a it was a kids event. No, you can't blame John. <laughs> Why? You can't. You Why can't, can't, you can't I blame, blame John? John? <laughs> you can't blame shout John. Out, shout out to John. John's a good. I love John. He's a good dude. You have you have full control. <laughs> I, I you have full control. I didn't know, dude. I didn't freaking know, and I couldn't change the set. We were already there. Oh my gosh. No. It was so funny, dude. I mean, <laughs> the Stories. easy thing is to blame someone else, yeah, but you had yeah. full control. Yeah, I did. I that's did. a great story. That's a great story. It is. Is there a track, is there a track on there that's been produced by anyone? Um, yeah, I think I heard one that was New Girl like, is the only sound- produced because we, we, I bought okay. it. I bought it. You know, I bought it. And we've talked about this story about New Girl, so I, I don't think we need to yeah, go yeah. too into it. I thought I thought I heard I heard, thought I heard something that was produced by um, Christian Joseph, but no, maybe I'm no, no. mistaken. I had a few Christian Joseph tracks, but they didn't really fit the track list too well, so I kind of had to okay. put them out. But um, where was yeah. I going with the track list? There's a few more songs in there. I'll go through them. Where were we? We're at um. So we're at click, click, and then there was empty. Empty. That song, I've put a description about this in the on the band uh-huh. but I'll, no one reads, so I might as well just talk about it instead. <laughs> no one's gonna find out. But that song, I literally like, I got my hard drives shipped. Um, well, not shipped. Like friends brought it. My brother brought it for me from home. So I, that's you how got I got the lyrics on here. I found that song on a, on a hard drive from 2013. I asked him, "Can you bring my hard drives? Because I'm running out of content, and there's a few beats that I know are yeah. in that in, are in that hard drive, so I need them." Yep. That's what opened Pandora's box. That's how I got all this video footage that I've been putting out from past gigs. I'm like, "Holy crap!" And that's where I started remembering all these gigs. That that performance we did in Darling Harbour, that was there. This song, mm. I don't remember recording it. I found it as one file with a guided vocal. Because it's a singing yeah. song. It was terrible. Like the way I sang it was pretty crap. The, the vocals were too soft. It wasn't, it wasn't possible to release. I was like, shit, this song encapsulates how I'm feeling type thing. I think I kind of need to incorporate it somehow. Maybe I can layer it. Maybe there's something I can do to bring it back. I couldn't. So what I did instead, I dug deeper and I was able to find the instrumental by just another SoundCloud producer, Paul Cabin. I don't know who he is or where he is. It's something I just downloaded back in the day. And out of all the tracks on this mixtape, that's the only one that's actually been re-recorded. So the vocals on that is me currently. I did it a couple days ago. Did the, the, mm-hmm. the verses word for word, try to do the same tone. Obviously, I don't do that style yep. anymore, but I just felt like I needed to make it sound like it was from that era. And that's how that, that song came about. I was like, dude, I can't remember doing this, but shit, that's me. And I'm talking about things that, you know, relate. That fit the theme. That fit yeah. the theme. Yeah, dude. So um, I put that in the track list and it was a good, nice. it was a good um, leeway into the <clears throat> next song, which is um, Everybody, Everybody Knows, knows which is um, another one that I found. Like, I kind of remember it. It was supposed to be in the original This Rounds On Me. And that yeah. song speaks for itself. That's how I felt. That's the, everything that we've just talked about, that song captures how I felt at that very moment in, t- in, in my life. Like 
Since them hoop dreams, gigs, I was two things, cocky and arrogant. Uh, yeah, I had a few deals lined up. How'd I screw it up? Or something, I'm, I'm fucking up my own lyrics. But like, that's the kind of shit I was looking... I, I, I was looking back in the past <laughs> yeah. at that stage thinking, wow, I'm a failure. I, everyone expected this of me. It never happened. And at the end, it is a positive song. Like I talk about like, yeah, some days you gotta, you just got to take a few steps back to move forward. I can't even quote my own lyrics, yeah. eh? My memory is so bad. But like, essentially, that's what I'm trying to say. In you that also song. wrote, yeah. You also wrote these long time like, ago. What six years ago? Six five, years ago. Five six yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, but like, it. I felt you can it. be forgiven to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when I like re-listened to everything, I'm like, I feel this right now. If I'm feeling it, maybe others will too. Like, especially the people in our circle. You know, we've all had. Yeah. In life, we all have our peaks and troughs and we've all had a moment like we can look back like, yeah, that was me. It doesn't have to be rap. It could be like, I was that guy before. You feel like everyone yeah. has had that moment. I used to be that that sports player. I was that DJ. I was that dancer. I was that mm-hmm. guy at work. And it's nice to reminisce, but we can't look at it as a like, once again, going back to the whole topic. Do you see it as a success or a failure? And before, I was looking at it as failure to a degree. Where in this stage of my life, so much time has passed. I'm just looking at it as yeah, that's a success, dude. I did that, and I'm proud of it. I'm gonna put it out. Like, wow, I captured every emotion and everything I felt in that moment of time, and it's here. Yeah. And it's work that I'm proud to put out. So that's everybody yeah. knows. Now everybody knows, for real. <laughs> um, everybody knows about everybody, everybody knows, knows now. <laughs> everybody knows about everybody knows. Shit. Yeah, and I think just the just the point on that um, to emphasize just to add to that point. Um, one of the things about moving forward, about um, you know setting out on a new goal, is to know exactly where you've been and yep. know exactly where you are. Yep. 100%. And I think re- releasing this is a good way That's of exactly what it is. Um, of you know of stepping out and starting out on this journey that you're going to start making music again because it's just you know you know where you've been and you know what you've accomplished prior absolutely man and now you can learn from that you can take that and and you know stride five steps forward because you already know that you've done this you've already you've you've already written this kind of stuff you've already you know this is your base point and you can yeah. only get better from here basically that's it, man. Um, so that was everybody knows, 100. and the, the seventh track is. Let me actually get the bar tab. Bar tab, yeah. That track's funny. I, I yeah. like. I, I was half half on putting it out, but it's a good song. It's essentially me just just telling the situation how it is. Like, yeah. I kind of made the theme like the way I envisioned it when I originally wrote it was. If I could imagine myself going to a bar, I'm broke as fuck, but I'm going to try and get a drink with the fact based on my skill. Like, I'm just rapping my ass off to this bartender, and it's like, come on, like, I don't need a left, my left eye wink. Uh, something like, can I get that drink? Because, like, the struggle and the, the energy that I put mm. into this craft, that deserves, just, that deserves a beer. Yeah. And ironically, at the end, I'm like, so... How is it? Put that on my bar tab. Metaphor. Bar tab. Like, I just gave you bars, bro. And then a bar tab is obviously like, you know, put the card on and just freeload off that. Yeah. 
And then, yeah, the bartender's like, yeah, nah, it's midnight. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the bar's closed. And I was like, ah, it's bullshit. Bar's closed. So that was the, the, the whole topic. I was thinking of doing a whole video about that kind of thing. But it encompasses that, you know, the situation, yeah. dude. That, that struggle, struggle that's, that's yeah. struggle of trying to It's rap. Create it's a rap verse. Man. For free. Yeah. And it's a it's hella um, based or based around like as an artist. Like that's a that's an artist's yeah. song. Like if you're a muso, you'll be like, yep, yep. If you're a rapper or a singer, it is like, definitely yep. it is definitely one of those things that that all creatives have to kind of navigate around because people expect creatives to create for free. Yeah, man. That's what we're you know doing I mean? now, right now, and it's That's what we do now. It's not. It's not. It's not fair. It's not fair that this is a skill to create, and people don't appreciate it, and people expect for for, for creatives to just give it away for free. Um, it is what it is, though, right? That's why this round's on me, yeah. and it's free. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Nice, nice. Bars. That is very good. So the the eighth Last track on there eight. is cheap drinks. Cheap drinks. Fun track. I'm going to try to go through these a bit quicker. That was badly mixed. I was able to save it because, once again, the hard drive that my brother brought for me, it had the wave files separately. But that Shout out to your brother, by the way. Shout out to my brother. He's back in Sydney. Um, that song is special in its own way because it encap- it's, it's a story, essentially. It's me driving into the city, going to meet my friends, going to meet the girlfriend... Mm-hmm. And it's me trying to capture <laughs> that 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 that's song. I wouldn't say it's fabricated, but it didn't exactly happen how it did in the song. It's inspired from a bunch of different scenarios all in one. So the friends that I shout out in the song that I mention, some of them will will remember like, oh yeah. But the stories weren't obviously like aligned because it's inspired from multiple mm-hmm. Friday nights. But it's essentially me trying to capture this was it. This was the routine. This is Friday. It's those nights that we like things just happen to just happen kind of thing. So I'm talking to Raf, um, to, to my friend Chris Chiapoco. Um, Gomez. Gomez is in it. I talked to Jag, yeah. LJ, um, my cousin Ramon. And the reason why they're all in this song is like, these were the moments that happened. Like Raph, I call at the very start and he's playing GTA. So we had a phase that all we were doing was playing Grand Theft Auto. But then Raph was always like, nah, he's playing GTA. So he wouldn't come out. And then I'd call Chris yeah. and I'd take him like a bit of convincing. Then suddenly like, okay, fine, I'm, I'm down, I'll come. I'm talking about my cousin, Ramon, um, get the Korean barbecue on. Cause that was a standard thing. We just get Korean barbecue. Um, the bars that I mentioned, Bar Century, V-Bar, they're all closed now, but these were the spots that we go to. And then just the the last verse, just capturing the moment where things just happen. Like, you know those nights that you don't try, but it all just happens, and then it's like, holy shit, it's Ramon, Raph, LJ, Jag, and Chris. It's like everyone's suddenly there at the same time, and yeah. you didn't plan for it, and tonight's peak, and then it just blur. And then at the end... That's where I got you to do the voice clip of like Nats or are you? And it was it was fitting. It was like <laughs> this song is a mess. It's like this is what would happen countless times, and I'll wake up to a voice message. And funnily enough, I'm gonna zone into New Girl. Like it kind of worked out. Originally, we wanted the song with Darren because it sort of talks about 
it's almost the shame. It's like the walk of shame song. That's what I'll call it. The, the song with you, me and Darren was supposed to be the walk of shame song, the tribute of like, we're proud. Yeah, we're messy. We're rock stars. That would have been a cool direction. Shit, my camera again. One sec. Yeah. But New Girl, the, the choice of putting New Girl, like I said, I wasn't even going to put it on. But I realized New Girl was the song that, that was the reason why we started gigging because we were trying to push that as a single. And when I put it at the end, I was like, yeah. wait, this makes sense because Don is in the, the, the skit saying like, where are you in the gig? We have a gig in an hour. And then how, how like, not coincidental, but how fitting is it? The next song is the song that we performed at the gig. It's just like, you know... <laughs> It's like, it's a freaking, it's a story, bro. Yeah, definitely. It literally I don't remember up. if I was trying to contact you that, that evening. Nah, I don't I remember. There more was so much happening. There was a lot of hap- like, happening. That, that gig was sick though. But it just literally, when I listen to it, it's literally like, yeah. it's chronological how it all happens. It's like, it's like a work week yeah. that you go through. And then Big Messy Night, bang, yeah, straight like to that. New Girl. New Girl, like, it was a pop song. That's why originally I didn't want to put it on. It's like, oh, it doesn't really fit, doesn't it? Then when I think about it, in the story, it fits perfectly. It, it, if anything, it sums yeah. it up just as much as the track with Darren. So, mm. yeah, it made sense, man, to put it on. It's good. It's got your yeah. voice at the skit. Then it goes straight into you going, and you, girl. It's like, oh, shit. It's like, this was planned, but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't planned. It just happened. You're listening to a very special episode of the Cheat Coders podcast, where I interview our very own Nats Blazin about his most recent release. This rounds on me. I don't, I don't know if we ever talked about New Girl. Have we talked about New Girl? You know what? Now that I like, I thought I we, remember. I thought we did actually. That's why I didn't talk about it when we brought it up earlier. I don't think we did either. Yeah, we could talk about it. Should we talk about it's, it? To, it was uh, interesting because. Yeah, it was interesting because I remember um, chatting to you and you said that you, there was a track that you wanted me on. Yep. Um, and you specifically said that um, it was like a 90s type of feel. Yeah. I think that was, I think that's what you said. And like, you know, you felt like it would fit my voice and you had a chorus. I that sang you sent it and to I sent me. it to you. Yeah. You sang it to me. Yeah. You sang it on the, and you sent it to me as a demo. Yeah. And I turned that into the chorus that it is now. Yeah. Um, and you beautified like, it basically. We, yeah, I, I just kind of <laughs> added a little bit of melody, but it's yeah. fine. Um, it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It was a team effort. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, and I, I think that we kicked around the the verse and, and the chorus for a little bit, and um, I think I decided to add a bridge to it. Yeah, that and was that's all when you. I. Um, appropriated the um semi charm kind of life yeah yeah and i felt like that was such a great um because you you said 90s so that was like yeah let's let's take it that's your element bro let's take it back to the 90s Mm -hmm. um and then yeah when that came out i think everybody there there was such a great response to that song i play it down a lot because it was but it Compared to everything else I had done during that era, that was the one that made at least more of an impact for for me, for us. It was a good track. Mm. It was a, it was such a fun track, and I think 
because it was a fun track, um, people could get behind it, and it was um, the video clip and, and props to props Raph, to Raph yeah. man, that's a good track for for shooting the video clip that looks like there there's so much going on. There was a lot, but going he shot on. it in one night. There was a lot going shot on. Shot in one night. You just tell um, everybody like that video shoot was spontaneous. You, you know, he didn't have a plan for it. He he. Rocked, no, I remember. He, he, he rocked up with his camera, <laughs> and like a lot of the things he picked up, sort of just in the days coming or along the way, like the dinosaur costume, the gorilla outfit. I don't know what the hell Kesh was wearing that red jumpsuit. I don't know what that was supposed to represent. <laughs> All the decorations, it the was, lighting. It was, it was to represent your heart. Oh, was that remember? my heart? Okay, I see. Because your heart beats you up at the end of you it. You know what I love about that um, that song? Um, it really... How do I put it? It just brings this like really like, oh, like wow. Because everyone came through, like for me. Like, yeah. Just a bit of a selfish, self moment type thing. Um, but like... I was looking around and just like, wow, this is all for me. And I, I don't think I ever really properly like thanked people for coming through. Like the fact you did the chorus mm. for it, dude. Um, I was a younger me back all, then. Yeah, all of our friends. Everyone. All of our friends were there. Carlo was Carlo there. Carlo was there. Um, Tim, Christian. Tim. Um, Lukman was in the gorilla suit. Alan was there. Alan, Alan Meal fr- Friends was there. Um, LOC was the dinosaur. Lukman was the gorilla. Kesh was my heart. Shout outs to our, shout outs to our ex girlfriends. <laughs> the ex girlfriends. <laughs> you know what? I was looking at the um, are you still there? You know what? You know what's the funniest thing? And other people's ex girlfriends. Video, bro. The only, <clears throat> the only, the only two that made it. Shout out, big shout outs, because you guys are family. You can't leave the circle, but a big shout outs to Jen and Shivy, because um, obviously, Jen's married to Lukman. Shivy's married to Raf. That's that's like bound. Mm. The rest though, I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's like I'm looking at the video, like, oh damn. <laughs> oh my bad. And Abby, my bad. I just completely forgot. Abby was in the video clip too, so shout outs. Yeah, yeah. As well, yeah, that's that's hilarious, man. I mean, it it is what it is. It just happens, like, dude. Life, I don't look happens. at it. I don't look at it. It's like it's life that's happens. how it is, but it's just life happens, bro. Yeah. But it's funny. <laughs> Shout outs. It's no, no hate. It's all good. That was a that was a fun video, man. Yep. Um, wow. New girl. Definitely fun video. And it turned into yeah, it turned into yeah, it got such a great response from from people, and we got to perform it in places, and I think that's that's one of the greatest things that came out of that. If there's one thing I want to talk about, say about New Girl. Like, once again, how I always say that I play it down. I play down things. That's my, if you, if you notice, that's my tactic to try and get more praise. But I'm for real this time. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to talk it up for once. Nats downplay blazing. Nats downplay blazing. No more. This time I'm going to talk it up. Because with New Girl, as much as I said, like, it didn't do that well. It only got 5,000 views. Dude, I would love 5,000 views right now. I'd be ha- I'm lucky to get 100 these days. But back then, it was, mm. it was baby numbers compared to what the other guys were getting. I was like, oh, man. I had all the elements. I had Don yeah. in the chorus. I had a, a 90s track. I had the video. I had Raph. Raph was on fire. He was at the, the peak of his music video career. And I'm just like, this is bullshit, man. 
This bullshit. I should be having like a million. I was thinking like a million. So when you compare to a million and you're only getting 5,000, I was like, that's it. I'm done. I quit. That's my mind state. We even had clothing sponsors. Do we have sponsors? We had gigs. We had a launch. <laughs> a new girl launch. It wasn't even like a mixtape. It was a launch for it was that a single song. Launch. And it wasn't a song that you yeah. really should be performing at a club, but we did it anyway. We performed at clubs. And but and the we thing is, the remix of it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the remix. But what I'm trying to like get at, the way I look at it now, like me five years later, Nats growth. Looking at it in retrospect, looking at it back then, a lot of yeah. crap came out from that song. A lot of things came out from just doing it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if that faithful day I didn't call you and said, "Hey Don, I need someone in the chorus." If you just take new girl that song out of the equation all that stuff that we just said wouldn't have even happened i'd have to like be reminiscing about other stuff which compared to new girl is even more like insignificant in that sense not insignificant but you know what i mean like just the 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 just the impact of what new girl did compared to if i'm just comparing the other stuff that i did to that song, that one was the one that I don't think. I don't gigs. think you. I don't think you should even compare it. I I I think New Girl got a really big response, um, and 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 yeah, that's that that's what it is. It that's is what it is, is man. It got a, it got a big response, and it was great. And, I kind of like, and, and that's the way yeah. I look at it now with things as well. Like nothing is a waste. Like if I do like just even dropping it now and doing all these things, you know, you never know if you if you if you don't do it if you just stop. And that's why that's another question I keep telling myself. I know it's not a good thing to think about, but I can't help it. I just think like, what if I didn't stop? Like, what if I just kept pushing like after New Girl while I mm. still had a bit of that buzz? Just because I didn't see it as big back then doesn't yep. mean it wasn't nothing. People took their time out to make this happen for me to come to the shows to to share it on their Facebook. The to like it yeah to, to watch it and to listen to, watch to it, it man it's, it means a lot and you know it comes with growth you you realize these things as you get older you know man you know yeah. lesson learned <laughs> i love that man it's great I that like we can it. um conclude it with that song because it's fitting that we're doing the podcast and we also did that collaboration but yeah, yeah. definitely Oh, my camera's dead. It's okay. We'll just have voice for the rest. I mean, the video is here. Yeah, that's true. Let me just double check my, my audio as well. It's all Audio's good, still playing. It's all good. <laughs> no, I feel um, so where can people find your mixtape now? So you mentioned it was on SoundCloud, Bandcamp. That's it. Just the two. Um, but I am really going to start getting more active on the socials. Yep. So my Facebook my YouTube and mm-hmm. Instagram are the main big ones that I'll obviously be, because yep. I'm not going to be posting on SoundCloud and Bandcamp they're just for my projects. But in terms of social yep. interaction, Instagram and Facebook, um, YouTube. And, and your, your mixtape is available for free on yeah. SoundCloud, for free for download I don't know if it's, and Bandcamp, free for download? I think it's just on Bandcamp. I, I might just have to flick the switch on SoundCloud, but... Bandcamp, it's free. You just need to... Um, it's going to ask for a payment, but I did the minimum as zero 
reason I did that, yeah. I'm not asking for people to give me money. I don't want money. Don't give me money. But if for any reason that you actually do want to give money, I'm telling you now, I'm not going to spend a cent of it. I'm going to put it towards our podcast because that's something I believe in. That's the craft. That's the thing that we have. And that's something that we put mm-hmm. out into the world. So if you believe in the podcast and you want to put, um, I guess, a donation towards that venture, send it through that avenue. Because I don't have any other way to do it. I don't know how to set up a cheat coders donate page or whatever. Just send something through there. Um, but like I said, yeah. I don't want anything from this mixtape. Put zero. I think the only thing that it asks for is your email. Because um, I'd really like to set up an email li- emailing list one day. Um, but seriously, don't. Mm-hmm. It's free. And I don't think anyone even wants to download. Like, what's the point? You can just stream it. Like, why would you want to download it? But like, if you want, just download it. If you want it on your iPod, <laughs> go for it. It's cool. But yeah. Nuts, nuts. Stop downplaying your mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> the last thing Stop I was going to say. Stop downplaying your mixtape, mate. I talked about the vlog. Don't pay for it. <laughs> don't pay for my mixtape. <laughs> no, but pay for the podcast. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you want it to go towards some sort of cause, the podcast between me, Raf and Don, we do it weekly. It's something I believe in. It's the reason why I did this. That's why it yeah. says the Cheat Coders Presents. Not Round Circle. Round Circle is my old group. The Cheat Coders Presents this because it's birthed from our podcast, from the weekly sessions of us talking. The Cheat Coders for me is a privilege. At one stage, it was a chore. Maybe earlier on when we're just like, oh, we just got to show up. It was like, we didn't really have much direction. And think of topics. Think think of topics. It was a chore, right? We're like, shit, how can we make this interesting? Now it just, it's organic. We we hop on. We're like, I'm excited for it when it comes. On a side note, I can't make this week's episode. I'm going to Norway. But I'm just going to bring that out. Just like, I I just realized. I probably haven't told you guys yet. Like in the chat. So I don't want to spring it on you guys on the the day. But. um, Spring it on me live. (laughs) Spring it live. Um, in terms of like, I just want to quickly touch on moving forward. Um, I'm going to really, really be concentrating on the music. It's, it's going to be singles. I don't believe in making an EP. I don't want to wait another six months doing a project that I'm going to be bored of. And I'm probably going to do the same thing that I did with this one and release it 10 years later. I'm just going to concentrate on just trying to put out content. Could be music, could be videos. For a fact, I'm doing something weekly and that's the podcast. So if anything, as mm-hmm. long as that's alive, we got shit coming out. But um, I am looking at um, reviving my vlog. So I did a vlog for three months straight, which was also um, inspired by the podcast, the action of just doing something. And I was able to do 27 mm-hmm. episodes. It's got nothing to do with music. It's just me, my life in London, life, me traveling, yeah. just life and just me yeah. getting used to being in front of a camera again, getting used to editing. And um, yeah, I'm proud of it. I, I, I was able to do that. I thank you for being proud of me for that. You've mentioned that in the, in the past podcast, but I've stopped mm-hmm. and it's been about two, three weeks. I haven't put anything on. It's, it's, I've put a playlist saying season one, the day I decided to start a podcast, London life, whatever. That's its own entity. I'm going to start like a season two, I think maybe nice. just in, maybe in August, but it'll be basically titled season two, the day I started to start making music again. So it's going to be geared towards my music now. Just a heads up. Yeah. But check out my vlog. It's on YouTube. If you're just interested to see 
how I've been doing in London town because it's because mm-hmm. yeah that's it so YouTube Facebook Instagram is my nice. socials that's it bro nice, I think bro. like I don't want to drag this on too long eh like um I don't want to bore the listeners unless there's anything else you want to ask me or that's everything I wanted to say no we've 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 covered pretty much everything and we've gone through you know the the entire track list I think it's pretty extensive yeah I think it's pretty detailed that was good man Um, that was good for a live huh lots of stories (laughs) that's cool Bro, we do this. We do this every week. I know. So I, I know. I, it's just different, bro. Like I don't know. I was like, damn. Like it's live. I don't know why you were nervous. I, I, still, I don't know why, man. But hey, um, just because it's live, I'm just gonna say it. But thanks for doing this for me, man. I know, like you haven't slept oh, in good. twelve hours, bro. Probably like you're on coffee right now, <laughs> coffee adrenaline. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout outs to everyone. And, um, all good, all good, mate. Last thing, I just want one. This is the thing I always forget to do. I might as well do it now. Lucky I remembered. One call to action. I've been trying to incorporate this in my YouTube. I'm gonna do it live. Mm. I hate doing it. I hate asking for things. But if you're watching this, or if you come this far, if you've come across any of my content, especially Facebook, I've put something up. If you could just like the video, that'll be more than enough. Like just that that action of liking it helps me so much like i know people view it they'll private message and i I love i love it that you guys are checking Mm. it out but that action if you guys can help me that'll just revive my page it's more on a technical aspect facebook will be like oh he's people are engaging even more so if you can just drop a comment if there's anything you want to ask me i'm hard out on the socials if you just want to chat i want to be your friend talk about anything talk about your life you know what i mean um so yeah hit me up share it like it obviously subscribe and follow um and i'm here if anyone wants inspiration i'm i'm really feeling this whole it's it's this has been birthed from our podcast tune in every week if you want to hear us talk about it but once again i'm a human being you just i'm like one message away and this for people that i already know and people i don't know um yeah pretty easy i'm pretty chill you know and the fact that i'm on my phone 24 7 i'm, I'm not gonna be too hollywood <laughs> and not reply for like two weeks i'll i'll respond so. <laughs> yeah what All about right. some collaborations nats would you um yeah dude hell yeah i'm not gonna be <laughs> man i learned my lesson bro <laughs> i learned my lesson bro i fucked up to all <laughs> <laughs> to all the listeners out there, to everyone watching this, to all, anyone listening to yeah. this, um, also follow the Cheat Coders podcast. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Oh. You can find us on Instagram, um, on YouTube, yeah. on Twitter, yeah. all the socials. We're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. All podcast streaming platforms, The Cheat Coders. If you like music, we've got a, a music playlist on there called The Cheat Coders Stash. We update it every week with new picks that we pick live on the podcast as well as um you know our guests choose songs to go on there so follow us the cheat coders podcast like subscribe all of that good stuff um hopefully you guys can get some valuable things from it and shout outs to raf i'm gonna take the reins you are now listening to another episode of the cheat coders cheat coders (laughs) come on don you gotta be with it man be quick i think that's what he says um i did say cheat coders yeah 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 I think that's it. It probably lagged. That's okay. 
I'm gonna do a quick yeah. final shout out to the people that just tuned in. Thanks for watching. I know you're at the end, so you're probably gonna get like five minutes, but you can watch it at the start when it uploads. Shout outs to Armin, DJ Eccentric, Hector, yeah. as in Saint, my bro, bruh, John, LJ, Round Circle OG, Jason, Jason Flip, my man from Melbourne, and Shivy. I think she's currently watching. Shout outs. Nice. Hope you enjoyed uh, Spider-Man. I know Raph Raph ain't here because he's (laughs) watching Spider-Man, but it's all good. That's why why Don's here. You know, we got a good tag team going. Cool. Dude, I should have stood up. Look how much better this angle is. I was here the whole time. Why don't you tell me, bro? (laughs) That's why I need need management. I need management, dude. I'm so shit at everything. Mate. Look at that. Mate, I'm hot. I'm hot. Yeah, but your your sound wouldn't have been great because you need to be next to the oh, microphone. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, it's all good then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are we doing for time? It's all good. Should we cut out now and then just um, chat I, online off offline somewhere? Have yeah, we got the same? Yeah, thing. let's chat offline. Right. Yeah, let's chat offline. We can debrief offline. All right, thanks for watching, right, guys. Mate. Like, subscribe once again. Um, peace.